Hey everybody, I'm Luke. And I'm Will. And welcome back to The Breakdown. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, Pastor uh, Pastor Kurtz wasn't feeling so good today, so uh, we'll pray for him, uh, that God restores his body. There's a lot of sickness going around, so um, if you are feeling sick, you are not alone. It's just that time of year. <laughs> That's true. Um, and love is also in the air. Happy hey. Valentine's Day. Uh, praying that uh, all of you who um, you have significant others in your life, that you're really taking that time to pause and step out of your life. If it's not tonight, if it maybe it's another day this week, but take time to celebrate what God has done in your life by manifesting his love um, in the form of uh, a spouse or someone that you're on, maybe exploring to go on that track with. Um, it Love is an adventure and our journey in love with Jesus is also adventure too. Absolutely. So for all of those single people out there, make sure that this isn't a day that you detest, okay? Because just like any other day, this is a day that the Lord has made. So enjoy your journey of love with the Lord. Oh man, I have, I am so convicted right now. I had (laughs) never, I've never looked at Valentine's Day as a time that I could really press in uh, to my relationship with Jesus and and the Lord in a special way. Hey, there you go. Wow. The the only reason why I was able to even bring that up is because that was me when I was single. Um, because I got convicted of that at some point, you know, in my college days, and um, and from that point forward, that's my encouragement to singles: like, don't detest your singleness. Enjoy what the Lord is doing in you, in it. So there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's more of like an, an exciting conviction. Exactly. More Absolutely. like, oh, wow, yeah. I'm not going to miss out anymore. Like, this, For is, sure. this is fantastic. So good. Um, so th- uh, speaking of missing out, if you are a lady, you did miss out on Ooh. a special conference on Saturday and Friday night because it was the men's conference. Yeah. Um, so we had a fantastic time. Eric Gilmore came. Uh, he spoke Friday night. Powerful worship with Pastor Zach and Ashley and the team. And then on Saturday, Pastor John opened up and uh, Pastor Zach closed and Eric spoke in the middle. Nice. It was so, so wonderful. I was talking to uh, you know, Dave LeBeau about it, about how how um special it was for me to get to to be there, to have this special time created yeah. just for the men. Um, and then getting to see Pastor Zach and Pastor John also share um in a because we're taking a break from our our typical routine as a church to yeah. do something yep. like that. We're putting special effort in and it really allowed me to see so much more of their heart. Yeah. Um, and how, um, you know, because we get so stuck in the in the routine. And for me, like that was the big takeaway from the conference that the Lord was showing me is, you know, like I'd gotten so, uh, it's easy for me to get used to doing the things, yeah. doing the ministry things, doing yeah. the work thing, doing the home thing. And when you do that, it's like your, your love can get, um, it's not that it goes away, right. not that the Lord goes away that, or that the fire goes out, yeah. but it's like you get so used to the mundane. Uh, right. Where yep. things are at yep. that it's like you you forget what it would be like without the Lord there. Yeah. Um, and so I came away from the weekend with a renewed desire to press into the Lord and and to not let the routine be the routine, but really press into each moment yeah. knowing that this could be the last thing before we before we're called to heaven True. or um this person in front of me I may never cross paths with them again or this ministry opportunity it is just for this moment in time and what does the lord have to say in this moment in time and how does he want to use me 
That's good because the the whole thing there is calling up sons higher instead of just staying in the mundane, in the routine and all that, but taking every opportunity to realize that they are opportunities for the Lord Mm -hmm. and being called higher into sonship and embracing that relationship with the father in a way that you might not have realized it before and how that needs to be continual. Like you're always a son. You're sometimes an employee, but you're always a son. So I love that. I think that's really cool. Amen. Yeah. It's uh, it, yeah, th- th- there's a lot there, and we'll we'll yeah. get more into it because uh, Sunday, uh, something that Eric said like really really hit me, cool. um, in response to that. But, um, coming into Sunday, yeah, how was it for you, Pastor Will? Because I know you were you were away, so yes, you weren't at the conference. So yeah. Sunday was your uh, first introduction to Eric this weekend. Yep, yep. So it was cool. It was really awesome, uh, because I was away on vacation. With my lovely bride, love you, Lori. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, and we had just just gotten back just the night before. I was coming into Sunday expecting um, an amazing Sunday morning, uh, and I expressed that to to everybody, you know, during the Fast Five and everything. Uh, and you you even pointed out, yeah, first experience this weekend because I had heard Eric Gilmore yeah. speak at a conference a few years ago. And that was amazing, the conference in general. But then even my exposure to this man, like, wow, this is so it's so different and so fresh and and mm. and amazing. And then uh, so I went on that conference with Pastor John and we left that. And Pastor John immediately took like a deep dive into buying his books mm. and listening to he puts out, uh, you know, worship music, soaking yeah. music, all of that. And so it's been really cool to, uh, to, you know, sidecar, so to speak, that journey because of what that meant for Pastor John and really cool to, you know, to see all that. And, you know, I've read his stuff, watched some of his, uh, some of his messages online and everything. And so for him to be in our house, in our context here, Mm -hmm. I was really excited for our people. And so, um, to just peel it back to sit through that first message and hear the the points and and see you know the the way that he delivered it it was just so amazing because he was hey we're not going to just read this alone let's bring the context absolutely. into it yep. and i absolutely um i absolutely love that with this passage mm. specifically because you could read it and think it's saying one thing and that's scripture in general. Yeah, yeah. But then you bring the context into it and it, and it speaks an even deeper, fuller picture. Absolutely. absolutely. So that was really awesome. Yeah. And I just want to take a, just a, a quick pause on that. You yep. said, uh, you know, the first message. Yep. So, so Eric, um, gave us two messages on Sunday that he did, uh, in first service, uh, uh, we entitled the message with all our hearts. He called us to, um, you know, give give the Lord our whole heart, and, yeah. and we'll get into that. Um, and then second service, um, he did an entirely different message, yeah. um, where he called us to who, like, what is God? What yeah. what is God like? What has God done? And 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 for us to fall into the awe of God, absolutely. 
So I really encourage you to listen and re-listen to both messages. Yes, definitely. Um, so you can find First Service's message um, in the podcast. So you have to go, if you're listening on YouTube, you're going to have to go onto a podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you search HPC Sermon Notes, and you will find the recording for First Service there with all our hearts. Um, and then second service is on the live stream. You can find that on YouTube or Facebook. Great. Thank you for unpacking that for everyone. Uh, if you are not a double dipper, there are some out there. You got to experience it, which was uh, really cool to talk to some people about that. But uh, the ones that heard just the first service message or the second service message, um, you're, you're in for a treat. And so I had the amazing opportunity to hang out with Pastor Zach for the past few hours. And I actually asked him about this. I said, hey, what did you think about the fact that mm. um, that Eric Gilmore brought two different messages? And so here is what Pastor Zach said. It was very, he, he loved it. And he said, he said that it felt like First Service's message catered to the people that were there, because that's what the Lord does. And the same thing with Second Service in a way where, and it's so cool that this is what you felt like we needed to do for uh, the breakdown today, in a way where everybody or anybody that sat, that sat through either message can draw something from it. Yeah. Where the first service crowd, so to speak, is getting this exegetical yeah. message out of one scripture with the context and the, and the points and everything. And they're able to grab something from that. And then the second service, there's a, there's a, it's a different group of people. And so this message had a lot of different things for yeah. different people. And Absolutely. everybody that I've asked so far, mm -hmm. they, they have gotten different things from it. And it was really awesome to see that in mm -hmm. the same way where literally it was awesome. It was awe inspiring. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Um, so we're going to touch on both and share what the Lord uh, spoke to each of us. Yeah, and I love definitely, that. definitely. And, and that was a big call that uh, Eric shared with the men uh, over the weekend. Um, it's that the Lord invites us to dine with him, to mm. eat him, to eat of him, you yep, know, and, yep. and we, we shared communion on Sunday oh, that's amazing. because that's what it is. We are invited to take the Lord into ourselves. Yeah. He has given his body for us. He has given his blood for us. He gives us his spirit. Um, and when we do that with his word, it's we have to take time. Like Eric it described it, like when you're eating food, like you cut the food. Yeah. Then you take it into your mouth. Then you chew the food. Yeah. You break it down and you take it in. Yeah. And that's how we should approach scripture. It's it's not just another book. No. Um. It's 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 a it's the living, active word of God. Yeah. Um. And so we need to take time to meditate on those things that the Holy Spirit inside of us is calling us to focus in on. Yeah. Definitely. I love how he even said on Sunday that the word is Christ on paper. I had to yes. write that right across the top because I hadn't ever heard that before. And it's really cool to see that because when you think about Jesus and you and you, OK, let me read these stories about him. and Let me learn about who he is. Scripture absolutely is the embodiment of Jesus Christ and we're able to um we're able to draw from mm -hmm. it and see him and know him and then just what we're doing now 
yeah. unpack and really embrace the truth that he wants for us today. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was just telling, telling you, Luke, that that's what I encourage people to do with every message yeah. on any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. What is the Lord speaking to you from this message? And you can listen to the entire message and get the points of the message. But what is the point of your hearing that message today? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I was also thinking about, uh, but before, before we, di- we dive in, I just want us to um, just, just step back and like take a big picture of where the Lord has brought us yeah. this year so far with messages. You know, we had, we had Colin McNulty yes. and he started the whole year um, talking about, you know, finding joy in trials yeah. and, and suffering. And that's, yeah. a, that's a difficult topic. Oh, yeah. um, but we we go to it like it, with a, with fear because we don't want to look at it. Yeah. But we also realize, hey, this is this is life. Yep. And so we go to that, and like he's he's set up the year of you know there's going to be difficult times, but the Lord's with you. And then Pastor yeah. Zach is spending all this time talking about how the Lord is our shepherd. Yeah. And and we've we've explored that so much, and how we are sheep, and we need to be led by Jesus. Yeah. Um, and how He provides for all our needs. And then Pastor Daniel spoke uh, on the book of Job, yeah. looking at suffering again yep. and, and asking all these questions like, well, you know, God allowed Job to suffer. Mm-hmm. And each of these messages, each of those concepts yeah. is so huge um, and it's comforting at the same time, but it has a lot of, we have a lot of questions. And then I feel like now we come in with Eric Gilmore and- yeah. It, it, you know, looking at it with before before getting into the nuts and bolts of it, he's basically calling us to look at how big God is. Oh yeah, and how small we are. Yes, and from that place, from that place of awe and and majesty, we then worship with our life, knowing he's the biggest thing, so he's going to take care of everything, and he's big. So how can I not give him? my life. Yeah, absolutely. What, um, what's interesting is I was having a conversation with pastor John and Holly Wheeler on Monday and, uh, and Eric Gilmore talked about humility and Holly said that one definition of humility that she heard that sticks with her today is, uh, humility is seeing who God is and who I am in light of who he is. Amen. And that helps with what Eric was talking about in the the first service and um but e- even the the second service also but that was something huge that stuck out to me mm. because the lord has been talking to me personally yep. about humility and wow. what humility uh really means and how to maintain humility and it really is with a a an understanding of who God is. Yeah. That is the main mm-hmm. thing with humility. It has nothing to do with right, me. Right. It has everything to mm-hmm. do with God. And would you say like in the past, like you, the Lord has also taught you about humility? Oh yeah. Cause I think it's very encouraging for, uh, and important for us to, to realize how the Lord brings us through these lessons again yes. and again yes. in these layers. So it's, it's not that you didn't learn it the first time. It's he is guiding us as our as our shepherd yeah. and taking us through these things again and again yep. in the right time in the right season where for, for, to meet our need in, in the moment yeah absolutely one of those hey i've i've 
been nourished by this before and we're we're coming around to it again because there's something fresh that the Lord wants me to receive to have it empower Amen. me even more today have it nourish me even more today that there's that there's more that he wants to unpack Amen. And, and one of the uh one of the amazing things about that first service message is mm-hmm. how we can be so in love and and focused on god that no matter what we're doing we are worshiping him Amen. it's not okay Worship time has ended, and now I'm moving yeah, into no, this thing. No, no, everything exactly. coming out yep. of us can be and should be an act of worship to God. Amen, amen. And so, you know, the the first service, um, Eric shared uh, from Second Chronicles, and he said that this it's the story of King Asa, yeah. and he said that he's referencing uh, chapters 14 through 16. So I encourage you to go read that, uh, dig into that. Um, and then in chapter 16, verse nine, this was the the verse. And he says, you know, it says, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Eric pointed out that this actually was given to King Asa in the form of a rebuke. Yeah. Because you had Asa who had had grown up uh, with uh, under his parents who did not serve the Lord. They did right. not serve Yahweh. Right. Uh, they they fell into idolatry. Then Asa rises up, and and Eric so beautifully took us through what what that might have been like when he's you know he's receiving from the Lord. He's understanding. Oh my my forefather David sought after the Lord. I yeah. want to seek after the Lord. And then he tears down the idols, and uh, he and his his love for the Lord and trust in the Lord yeah. allows him to um, fully depend on him when Ethiopia is coming at um, the Israelites yeah. um, through against Judah and they have a million men yeah and yeah. and by the power of the Lord they are defeated mm-hmm. but then he grows yeah. and he gets accustomed to the blessings and. Um, in the 36th year, he has uh, a, another another army rising up. So he makes a he's he's like, I got oh well, I got resources. Yeah. Um, and he tries to uh, he goes to the king of uh, Aram and, and says, like, hey, can you help me with with this with this battle? Yeah. And then Hanani comes to him and says, you know, because you did not trust in the Lord, like you're, you're going to have consequences. You trusted in yourself. Um, and he gives him this verse in the form of rebuke saying, hey, the Lord is looking for those whose heart is completely his. Yeah. And and that must have hit him. Well, okay. It could have hit him so hard. Uh, I actually don't remember. I, I feel like Eric Gilmore said something about imagine being in that place and then receiving that word. Oh, no, I do remember now. And mm-hmm. and it hitting you so hard right. and being brought to humility and repentance. Yes, yes. But his actions showed that that but wasn't the not. case with him. No. He wasn't brought to a place of repentance. He was actually angered by it, enraged, and put him right. in prison. He, and, he, you know, caged this man. Yeah, he, tie, he, yeah, he put him in, in stocks. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, he... He himself, Asa, gets stru- uh, struck with, yes. a, with a, a physical affliction yes. that caused his feet to have yeah. issues. And, and Eric, um, you know, like strongly uh, 
hinted that you know how we treat the word of God matters. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and there we we have um, repercussions for that in our own life. Yeah. Um, and it, and I was reading in in Second uh, Chronicles, and it said that even in his illness, mm-hmm. he still trusted in in physicians and did Ooh. not turn to the Lord. Ooh, that's so. good. That's a good thing. It's very heavy. And I think that, you know, for us today, it's stop right now and hear that, that rebuke for yourself, Mm -hmm. um, that the eyes of the Lord are looking throughout the earth, that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his and ask yourself, Lord, is my heart completely yours? Yep. Lord, I want to give you all of my heart. Um, You know, there was something that Eric said on Saturday you know, a lot of, he, he said how, you know, sometimes like we don't, we don't experience victory, um, for, for sins or struggles because we haven't fully admitted to the Lord that there's something in it that we love. You have to admit to the Lord, Lord, there's something in me that loves this. Wow. That. that just yeah. Like I, I, I love this. Yeah. Can you take this and, and I submit it to you? Because we cannot, and that's the lesson is like, we can't, we can't fix ourselves. And Asa had fallen into using his resources. And Eric said something that really hit me. He said, God will let you cheat on him with the things he gave you. Yep. Yep. And, and for me, like that really encapsulated my journey over the weekend where, you know, we can get so used, um, you know, when our, when we see our life and it's like, oh, it looks like. It feels like it's going good. Things are going good. Like I'm yeah. being used by the Lord and, and I get to, you know, do all these things and see him move through me. We can start to even use that to like satisfy something in our flesh. That's true. That so it's true. like the Lord said, no, I'm the only one that can satisfy and I'm the only one um, that, can, that can meet your needs. How I use you is how I use you. But that's not the main thing. The main thing is about me and you. Absolutely. Which brings us right back to humility. And it's just so amazing to see how the Lord uh, brought this word to Asa because of who he used to be. Mm -hmm. Now, if that weren't the case, then it would have been a different message brought to the king. But yet, because of the relationship that Asa used to have with God, that was the message that he received. So in that same way, and this was one of the things that Pastor Zach pointed out, that let this speak to some of the Christians that have been a Christian for whether it's Mm -hmm. a decade or two or three on what was the first love? What Mm -hmm. was the relationship like that the Lord is trying to use this message to bring Conviction, not just for conviction's sake, yeah. but for restoration. Right, because he desires he desires our heart. And, and I and I think that's that's also important. It's the Lord is going after Asa. Like the yes. Lord again, remember, we we are a sheep, yep. he is the shepherd. Yep. So he's gonna do everything that he can to reach yep. to us and and call to us. Um he knows that we need to be led, yep. but are we going to be willing to let him lead us? That is so good. And that really is uh crux of the message mm-hmm. here and so with asa that wasn't the case but um but eric gilmore pointed out that we should be inspired by asa's early mm-hmm. life and be instructed by yeah. his end yes and 
That yeah. should be what we what we receive from this. Okay, yeah, his heart was holy after God, and 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 he went through some amazing verses mm-hmm. about hearts that are holy after God. Yep, that are in totality the Lord's, and and what God desires to do in that, and that's something else that I wanna that I want to point out. He went through a lot of scriptures in both messages. And uh, mm-hmm. it was noted in Acts that the Bereans went back to the scriptures yep. to see and, and yes, to search them. And that is that is something that the Lord absolutely likes. And that's something that we should do, mm-hmm. which is why it is important for us to go back over these messages. OK, Lord, what is it that you were speaking to me through them? Not just so I can have an experience on Sunday, and right. that is the totality Absolutely. of yep. my Christian walk. Yep. Yeah, because I, I even even for me, I find that I I tend to approach Scripture from a place of understanding, where mm. I I need to understand it, but which is important. Yeah. Um, yep. And and that's that is the heart of God is that we would understand what He has revealed. Yes. But I need to take that next step, and allow it to come into my spirit to the point that I am awed by it. Yeah. And that is something that, you know, I tend to be more of a fast paced person. Okay. It's hard to slow down. And, and that's what you have to do in order to do that. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. And so, and that's, that's the next step yeah. for me. And, and I, it does happen at times, especially when things aren't going great, <laughs> but when things are going well, again, it's, it's by what measure am I, Am I looking at my relationship with God? And it's and God saying like it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just about me and you. How things are going in your life is is like is it's completely secondary. Yeah. And yeah. He's going to take care of those things. Yeah. But I can't look at my relationship to Him through that. Right. That's right. And I just have to point this out because you just mentioned it, bro. It has been so awesome watching you learn that and do that. Really, to see the Lord leading you in ways where you're like, hey, slow down. And mm-hmm. you Amen. have been on this journey of embracing that sonship mm-hmm. and seeing him bring those things up. And you're like, okay, I'm going to obey like a good son. I, I will do it. So I just, I just want to commend you with that, bro. That's Amen. good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's, it, again, it's when you, when you experience his correction and his guidance, you yeah. understand, oh, it's not, it's not from a place of punishment right. or, or you know, imperfect, like earthly parents right. or, or earthly, you know, leaders, it, it, it's perfect. And so yes. then you, his desire grows in you and you, you want more. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, and it's, and it's also not supposed to bring shame. No, it doesn't. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. That's, that is the enemy. So yes. if you're experiencing <laughs> shame, yeah. know that that is the enemy yep. and invite the love of God to show himself to you in this era where you're feeling Oh, I, I feel a conviction, a desire to grow here. Yeah. Well, he's meeting you there. Yeah, that's good. Really good. Um, and I, I love this, this one quote from first service. Uh, yeah. Eric said, worship is everything that comes forth from your life. Mm. That is heart love. Yeah. And Paul says, you know, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. So see everything in your life and and live it out with heart love to the Lord, no matter what context you find yourself in. Really good. That's really good. And I, I had a very interesting experience with Sunday because I am 
sitting there uh, right next to right next to Eric as he was getting ready for the next message. Mm. And I heard Pastor John say to him, all right, time for a second message for a, for this next service. And I was trying to figure out if he was joking or if he was actually clued into the fact that the Lord led Eric yeah. to bring a different message for this group. Mm. And so uh, the first thing that I wrote down was second message for second service. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this should be very interesting. And, perfect. and I just want to point out whether this happens or not, it could be two exact messages or it could be two different messages. But the Lord has the desire to speak to us when mm. we encounter his word, yeah. when we're sitting in a service and hearing a message, because this has happened to Pastor Zach in, in times past. Um, and then even with two messages, with one message that he's prepared that gets delivered differently, it's because of the hearer. Mm. We need to know yeah. and, and trust that the Lord has brought somebody to us right. to bring a message that we need right. to hear. Mm. And mm. that comes with trust in God. Right. Okay, God. I trust you to speak to me. I'm expecting to receive from you. And so here is this second service message that is very awe-inspiring yeah. because it's this magnification right. of who God is. And the three points that he said were yes. what God is, what God is like, what God has done, and how all of that brings us to this place where we are so in love with God as that is unpacked more and more where we are so just beholding the beauty of God and in beholding that beauty. Oh my goodness. When he said that, that it is to behold, not behave, yeah. that that is what the Lord wants for us. That just totally blew me out of the water because I'm like, yeah, that is what the Lord is drawing us to. To behold right. and 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 to behold is to embrace even more fully than to just gaze from a distance. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, uh, you know, looking at both messages, um, you can see how uh, I, I believe the Lord really lined it up because yeah. the first message is was more of a, a, a it had more of a structured teaching yep. format of like using using the life of Asa and this call that our our hearts would be made holy gods yeah. that we would give it give it completely to him and second service that is how you do that yeah 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 when i am in awe of who god is what he is and what he's done my the only response to someone that has that revelation is to surrender your heart completely to him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love how you're how you even right now as you're saying that just the way that these two things married together give us just how how amazing God is and that over the course of of these two messages we're able to go deeper. We're able to uh draw closer and it it really becomes about just surrender 
mm. and and relinquishing control in order to say, okay, Lord, I want to be yours. Yeah. I want to be totally yours and to see that it really is in the person of Jesus. Because when you look at the life of Jesus and see that here is the son of God and I can live like him because he has this, this not just an understanding in embracing and a living out of this love for father. Yeah. This desire to live out this life of obedience, this life of, of hey everything about me. No, my food is to do Mm. the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Yes. You're sustained by that. Mm -hmm. It's more than just, yes, I'm behaving and just, and just, uh, blindly obeying. No, it's actually eyes wide open, fully catching and contemplating and living out what I see in the face of my father. Amen. Amen. Well, on Saturday, uh, one of Eric's messages, uh, he, it was a call for us to become children again. Oh, that's good. And it was a call for, for men to become like children. Nice. Um, and you know, he, he pointed out how Jesus says, unless you become like a little child, like you will not see the kingdom. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. And and it's not a call. So when you hear that, it's not a call to immaturity. Yeah. It's a call to understanding I uh-huh. I cannot save myself. Right. I am nothing. Yeah. I am nothing. Yes, yeah. as we grow, we are equipped by God, but still I am nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to be my father. Yeah. And for him to be my father, I have to understand I am a child. Yeah. Yes. And, and I am always going to be a little child in his eyes. Yeah. And it's so good because that puts him in perspective, which is that humility thing again. And it's this great sight of God. And think about the ways that we as children have, uh, hopefully for those that have had great relationships with Mm. their parents or even a father figure or a mother figure that you have looked up to that, hey, I am this little person in their eyes and I look up to them and there's this great sight of them, that whole uh, childlike faith and, and be like little children uh, piece of it is, is like that. And if you haven't, this brings us back to one of Pastor Kurt's messages from last, last year mm-hmm. of the three generations, find somebody yeah. like that, find somebody that you can look up to find the uh the person that the lord has placed right. in your path to be like a father or mother figure in your life yes because they help bring a picture of god we have to have mm-hmm. this uh and i'm trying to remember when pastor zach said this uh but we have to have yeah. this encounter with people that pour into us and oh he said it last night at fireside and the ability to pour into others that's discipleship that's lineage, Amen. that's legacy, that is what the Lord desires of his kingdom. Mm, mm. And that and you know Eric models that. It's yeah. Like you might be listening to Eric and wow, this guy quotes a lot of people. Yeah. He's quoting from lots of great Christians yes. throughout history. Yep. And, and and modern day. Yep. Um and and on Saturday he he encouraged the men. He said you you need to receive from older older men. You have to yeah. receive from older older individuals, people who are older in their faith. Yeah. Um 
because we can we draw from that and and i and so easy for us to get locked in at least for me i know it's like i get locked in with with my my own walk my own journey Mm -hmm. um and be aware like i'm aware of what other people have to say Mm -hmm. but again you have to stop and receive yeah. And look at their life. Look yeah. at the context of their life. The way that we look at at Asa, you know, yeah. his end wasn't so good, but there are those whose end has been good. Yeah. And and the Lord has worked in them. You can receive what the Lord has deposited in them if you stop and take time to allow the Holy Spirit to take you on on that journey yeah. that He's brought them. Because you are equipped. We are to be equipped. We are members one of another. Paul says. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love how you how you brought that in, man. It must have been an amazing conference uh, to hear all of these things that, was. Are, that are coming yeah. out of it. I've heard some some awesome things, and to hear that that here he is quoting all of these people, and um, and because it's an encouragement of his, it's something that he absolutely values. And uh, I encourage just everybody read some books, read from some of some of the the people that he that he quoted. I he brought up Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards was somebody from New England. Now this was older New England, but New England mm. nonetheless. And he has some amazing books. And he quoted uh, so many amazing people. And he also quoted so many amazing verses. Yeah, we have to have a well-rounded intake of God's goodness yes. from other people that have walked it from mm-hmm. uh, different books of the bible right. that cover different things so um i encourage i encourage you if you if you're looking for some book recommendations i've got some right. if you're looking right. for some scripture recommendations whether it's you know me or luke uh find somebody and and take some time and say yeah. hey here's what's going on in my life what do you recommend it's the openness to receiving it's the humility to know God is so great and wants to give and pour out and I want to receive. Asa's downfall yeah. was that he didn't want to receive right. anymore. Right. His right. problem was in when given the opportunity to realize that God is the one that even brought him to the place where, where he is. Yeah. And here he is living out his name that he yeah, rejected restored. his own identity given by God mm. and tried to embrace his own thing as if it, as if he he was the one. Yeah. But that's idolatry. Yes. Yes. Um amazing quote from Eric Second Service. Yeah. What God is needs to be kept in front of our faces mm. that the Bible would remind us what God is that we would not have thoughts of him that are not worthy of him and slip into idolatry. <laughs> what you think about God is the most important thing about you. So, so good. Yeah. So good. So as we, as we wrap up, um, I would just encourage everyone listening to go back um, and make notes of, maybe it's a phrase that, that uh, Eric said, uh, look up, the verse for that. Look up the quote. Um, explore that with the Holy Spirit and and allow God to take you on this journey where yeah. He reveals Himself as big and and you as small. Yeah. Um, and 
Pastor John uh, on Saturday, he shared a, a message that came out of his, uh, it's part of his tabernacle class, which mm-hmm. I really want to take after hearing his message. Ooh. Encourage you to take it. Uh, oh, he yeah. broke, it was about the altar of incense and the incense itself. Yeah. And and the there's a recipe in the Bible for how the incense uh, was to be made. And, yeah. and, and Pastor John broke down um, what each of the ingredients um, represents yeah. when you look at it and, and, and tied it to, to Jesus. And, and he said how, you know, one of the, one of the ingredients, but it, it, it led into this idea of not my will, yours be done, like yeah. being, being crushed, broken and how in heaven that is heard as a roar. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So when we are walking in humility, yep. When we're saying, not me, it's you, yeah. John the Baptist, I must decrease, he must increase. Yep. That is heard in heaven as mm. a roar. That's good. Now That's our good. flesh fights against that because our, our flesh wants to fight. Our flesh wants to build ourselves up. Just like you know, Satan wanted to make his throne above God's. Yep. And yep. we have that sin nature that wants us to do that. Yeah. But when we surrender to God, yeah. When we become quiet and still before him, it is a roar mm, in heaven. So good. So good. Yeah. I, I heard about that part and I love, I love Pastor yeah. John. For I that. forgot all the, the, the mortar nuts and, and bolts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was like really just listening. So I was, I was like, I got to write some of this stuff yeah. down too. But I'm just so in awe that every time, every time he shares, he's such a wonderful teacher. That's good. Um, That's good. So, so any final let thoughts? Plug. Let that be a plug yeah. to SOS because uh, Pastor John's, um, uh, course on the tabernacle is so huge and necessary and key for us to understand both Old Testament and Amen. New Testament um, foundational principles. So definitely that. Um, you can't sign up for it this semester, but make it a point to sign up next semester because SOS is already going. Pastor Kurt, we love you. We are praying for you. Thank you for your leadership regarding uh, SOS and teaching and all of that um Mm. and yeah what an amazing weekend so good family make sure that these messages don't stay in the sunday experience loose air quotes but that they actually make their way into our lives and our weeks that we take time with the lord yeah and find out from him what the application he desires for us as Amen. individuals. Amen. We can go through tons of different applicable points, but guess what? You can do that on your own with the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Could you pray for us? Absolutely. Close us out? Absolutely. Oh, Father, we are so in awe of you. We're so grateful to you. We thank you, Lord. And we are, uh, we bless Eric Gilmore and his ministry, Sonship International, Lord, that you sparked all for your purposes, God, for your kingdom. And we bless uh, his travels and all of the people that are able to receive from him, be with him, bless him, Lord, lead him. And as you lead him, Lord, may there be many sons and daughters that are able to receive. And God, we thank you for the sons and daughters in this house, Lord, that have received this past weekend 
with the Sonship Conference. We thank you, Lord, for the messages that came uh, by way of Pastor Zach and Pastor John and the worship and, and all of the lessons learned. Holy Spirit, we are asking for inspiration so that those that have received this past weekend and will continue to receive because of uh, these messages, Lord, uh, that they would take time with you, that they would find time, make time, and in those moments that you would lead them into the foundational things that you are trying to communicate mm. all for the sake of you having our hearts in totality. God, we are yours. We surrender to you and ask, Lord, that we would have our eyes and our ears open to you so that we can sit and dine and rest yes. with you. We love you and praise you, God. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, I'm Luke. And I'm Will. And that's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. Love you, family. You're giving me a breakdown.